a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Last Thursday, Utah lawmakers received the 2020 census data, meaning, of course, You've all been waiting for it. It's time to start redrawing Utah's political boundaries. Uh, The process of redistricting happens uh, only every 10 years. It helps us decide who will represent you, the people, at the local, the state, and the federal level. And so we turn, as we always do, uh, to our good friend Katie McKellar uh, from the Deseret News to explain the process and uh, what took place yesterday and help us just break all of this down. Katie, thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you. All right. So uh, you, you did a great piece, as you always do, in helping us just kind of break it down. Just for our listeners, just kind of tee it up. Uh, where are we in this process and uh, what, what did we hear yesterday? Yeah, so yesterday the state's Legislative Redistricting Committee held It's first of 19 public hearings that are going to be happening over the next three months. And that committee will decide what these new maps will look like, what they'll draw the new boundaries. And uh, they'll be fielding proposals from an independent redistricting commission and also fielding proposals from you guys, the public, where you can actually draw your own maps um, and submit those online. And uh, they'll decide in a couple of months what those will look like. Okay, so we only have 18 more public meetings to go. Only 18. <laughs> but who's but who's counting? <laughs> uh, so, Katie, you mentioned this uh, this opportunity that uh, Utahns, that voters have, to actually go and draw their own version, the way they think our congressional districts should be split up. Tell us about that. Yeah, if you want to draw a map, um, one thing that's that was pointed out in yesterday's meeting by Representative Ray is you can't just draw your own district. You have to draw an entire statewide map because districts, like if one boundary changes, that impacts the other district. So he pointed out it might be easy to just paint your own picture of what your area looks like, but you have to submit an entire statewide map. There's an online tool at redistricting.utah.gov maps. So you can submit drawings there. You can also submit some uh, proposals at uh, the Independent Redistricting Commission's website at, at uh, uirc.utah.gov. Okay. Uh, and it is important to, to keep in mind that, uh, especially as it relates to, we always talk about the congressional district as kind of being the uh, the key there, but this also impacts uh, Utah districts and Senate districts and House of Representative districts in the state. Uh, but as it relates to the, uh, to the federal uh, districts, uh, as you mentioned, it has to be balanced, right? So you can't mm-hmm. just say, hey, I, I just want you know Salt Lake City and this little piece uh, because the numbers have to actually balance. 
Exactly. Yeah, so we got four congressional districts, 29 state seats, and 75 state, or state, so 29 state Senate seats and 75 state House seats. So those all have to balance out. Uh, one thing that was discussed from the census data yesterday is um, the fourth congressional district, that one in Salt Lake County that tends to be most competitive. That one is oversized, as in there needs to be uh, some balance there. And so we'll see that kind of spread out on the other three congressional districts. So that's going to have a lot of impact in the middle of the state and going to branch out. Um, They called it a ripple effect, you know, this epicenter. Uh, changes to those districts are going to have to move and influence other districts. Oh, that's And that's so fascinating because, again, it has to balance out. There's only so many people in the state. We've got to balance out uh, how many voters there are in each of those congressional districts, which is why we currently have some kind of interesting shaped districts as they uh, tried to do it last time. And uh, you have one district that you know goes from Davis all the way down to St. George, and it's kind of a long, skinny district, and some that are a little different, but it's the numbers that matter, and I think this is so fascinating that you you raised this, Katie, that the 4th Congressional District, always hotly contested, Mm -hmm. it actually needs to become smaller in terms of number. Right. So you think of a fast-growing area, there's more population. So in a way, that's going to shrink in geographical size, even though it grew in population. But that means the other districts are going to grow in geographical size. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Uh, Anything else jump out to you, Katie, uh, from the meetings yesterday that uh, we should be thinking about? Oh, I think it's it's particularly interesting. We think about our whole state is growing. But um, from the legislative um, committee, what the numbers that they reviewed, the highest population of growth that stuck out is southern Salt Lake County area, like near Harriman and northern Utah County and especially Washington County. Those all saw bigger percentages in growth. So like while Salt Lake County grew, these areas grew more. So it's likely that those areas will gain representation while areas like Salt Lake City, West Valley City will lose representation as those shifts occur. So as we talk about losing and gaining representation, it's really a shift in the way these boundaries are drawn. So I think we can expect to see some of those shifts happening toward those specific areas. Um, But we'll have to see. Again, the the Legislative Redistricting Committee has a couple of weeks to or a couple of months to decide. And uh, they're still looking for a lot of public input from people across the state for this. Yeah, Katie McKellar joining us from uh, Deseret.com. And you can read her piece at Deseret.com. We'll also put that on our social pages. And as a part of Katie's work, she has listed out all of those public meetings, 18 to go uh, between September the 2nd and I think November the 1st uh, is the last of, or November the 10th is the last of those uh, public hearings. And again, it's the Utah Independent Redistricting Commission. Uh, it's their website. It's uirc.utah.gov. A uh, great chance for you to look at the process and look at what happens. We talk about the census all the time. This is a real practical application of what that census means and how it might impact you at the state level uh, as well as at the federal level. Katie, thanks for joining us as always. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, and again, those are such vital things for us to think through and engage on. You can draw a map, but as Katie said, you can't just draw the map for your area. You have to make sure it balances and that it all adds up and, and meets. And so it's uh, 
It's not as easy as uh, we might think as an armchair quarterbacker. Uh, you got to actually dig in and play with the numbers and and look at those things. So it's a it's an important process, and uh, Katie's going to keep us posted along the way. Uh, there are some political dynamics to that, to be sure, and we'll watch those play out in the weeks and months ahead. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about Afghanistan and what is happening there. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.